It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Abby Hornacek. I'm Ben Dominich. I'm Dana Perino, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, May 29th, 2023. I'm Jeff Manasso, and today, all across the nation, amid the smell of campfires and barbecues, the sounds of boat motors and beaches, we remember the heroes who served, and we honor a group that helps our veterans. A lot of times the focus is on big national organizations, but we really think that the magic happens on the local level, in the communities, really reaching out to them and making sure that they have the level of tools that a major nonprofit may have to serve as veterans, so that veterans are getting the same access to care, the same level of care across the country, and that's where they're seeking care is local. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. The federal government and politicians alike constantly tell us that our veterans are a top priority. They say they support giving our veterans more help, but it's private organizations that really get it done, working tirelessly to ensure that our veterans connect to employment opportunities, job training, counseling, health care, legal aid, and even housing, making sure the heroes who serve the rest of us won't be left behind. Started Jago from my brother and I and a group of, of our friends from high school, who grew up with uh, Seth, who uh, the country knows him as Lieutenant Seth DeMorne, but we knew him as Seth. We're speaking today with Jack Fanus, co-founder of GI Go, an organization that puts veterans first. When he lost his life in 2004, we started this organization in his honor. Uh, at first, it didn't, you know, we were all really young. I was the oldest of the group. I was 24 years old. Uh, we didn't think this is what we'd be doing for the rest of our lives. 20 years later, we'd still be doing it. But, you know, it kind of became addictive helping veterans and and seeing them uh, succeed and seeing them flourish and seeing them maybe at some of the darkest times of their lives and, and helping them through it, whether it be helping them find a job or uh, file a claim or get off the street if they're homeless or even start a small business. It's it's become a passion of mine. It's something that I'm I'm really proud to be able to do. And a mission to make sure that no military members sacrifice and the bravery are, are ever forgotten and, and that our veterans are, are taken care of when they return home. Um, how has the GI Go Fund grown over the years since you, you all started it and the money raised, resources provided? Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. Just to give you a point of reference, we raised our first $100 at a Rutgers University football game tailgate party uh, selling stick flags. Uh, that's how we got started. But over the years, the organization's grown by leaps and bounds. We've had uh, incredible supporters from around the country uh, get behind our mission, get behind what we're doing. We're now one of the largest veterans organizations in the country. Uh, we were recently recognized uh, by the Fisher House and Military Times with the Paul Newman Award, uh, the Newman's Own Award uh, for veterans organizations and work. So we've grown significantly, and it's really all about just doing the hard work. Um, None of us are veterans that founded this organization, but all of us care. And all of us wanted to see uh, people like Seth, who, you know, we were seniors at Rutgers University in New Jersey on 9-11. And Seth, without thinking, enlisted in the military and was going. And and that, I knew Seth before that, and I knew Seth after. And to see a person that I knew growing up have that kind of commitment 
it made me realize, well, all of these guys and girls that we're helping are have similar stories. You know, they were all committed and passionate for a reason, uh, lived regular lives before that, but ultimately became uh, the types of individuals that served our country and, and the types of people that I wanted to serve and help. I imagine it's a pretty emotional and, and rewarding ride as you continue these efforts. In addition, you're you're developing innovative programs to give veterans assistance in finding employment, uh, developing small businesses, transportation support, mentoring, job training, and so much more. What is the approach? Tell us tell us about some, some success stories. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned a couple of things that we that we're really proud of. Uh, we launched a veterans incubator program in the state of New Jersey uh, that I'd love to talk about. But uh, that incubator program uh, is a different model than what most people would think of, of incubators when thinking about helping someone start a small business. Traditionally, an incubator is like an office space, right? You walk into an office, you have phone calls. But when you're starting a business, as I've done twice now, uh, you know, walking into an office is not the most important thing in the world. And what we focus on is making sure that people have websites built, have access to accounting services and legal services. Uh, as they're starting those businesses, I tell people all the time that when we were starting GI GoFund, we had an $800 legal bill in the first six or seven months as we were founding the organization, getting our IRS paperwork in place, and we we didn't have it. And it almost came down to that $800, whether or not we did the work that we were, we've were we been doing for the last 20 years or not. And I, I think that would have been a shame if we weren't able to come up with that money. And I think the same thing about all these veterans who are starting their businesses. You know, I don't want a $500 legal bill or a website impairment uh, be the reason why their their company doesn't grow. And that's what our incubator really focuses on. And it's allowed us to have 100 businesses over the last three years incubated across the country. Even though we're based in New Jersey, across the country, veterans are accessing these services and getting the help they need as they start their businesses. So we take a, a different approach. We, 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 we know that there's been the the way people have always done things, and we want to focus on some of the, the new ways. You talked a little bit about employment, uh, developing innovative programs. That's probably the the, the, the thing that we're most proud of, is, is really, as civilians, understanding some of the challenges other civilians have in the workforce when hiring veterans, not understanding some of their skill sets. Uh, so what we do is develop a translator that helps them understand, hey, the leadership skills that somebody might have, the technical skills somebody might have, really helping them understand. So they can fit into the right job, not just any job, but the right job at a company uh, and really flourish. And, and that program, Job Path, has, has really helped tens of thousands of, of veterans every single month and has helped uh, companies across the country uh, hire veterans and, and, and develop great programs, but also organizations like GI GoFund who don't have these types of programs, we give it to them as well so that they can deliver their services. And that's something that we're really proud of. And these are services that, that many vets may not know that are available. How do you find uh, veterans uh, or, or, or do they seek you out how does that happen and and do you do you find that veterans are are accept this help easily uh, i think they accept the help easily that's that's a great question um veterans are um i would say some of the proudest men and women i've ever met in my life but also are, are practical and realize when you know they need assistance they're they're not afraid to ask for it or, or, or receive it um, I will say that finding veterans is probably the biggest challenge people who are like me find, face, right? You know, it's not like people walk around with a badge that says, I'm a veteran, unless it's Memorial Day or Fleet Week or or something like that happening in the, in the city. You don't really have a badge that says, I'm a veteran, and I can say, hey, I want to help you. Uh, so one of the things that we focus on is re recognizing, you know, that, that, that old saying that all politics is local? Well, I, I believe that all services are also local, and we like to connect with local organizations, right? A lot of times the focus is on big national 
organizations, but we really think that the magic happens on the local level in the communities. Uh, that small organization in Tulsa, Oklahoma, really reaching out to them and making sure that they have the level of tools that a major nonprofit like the United Way may have to serve as veterans so that veterans are getting the same access to care, the same level of care across the country. And that's where they're seeking care is locally. So connecting and partnering with local organizations that are doing the hard work on the ground uh, is really where I think you're able to find veterans who are looking for help and need the help uh, and then really give them the resources and tools that they need. How rewarding is this to be able to help vets and, and give us some personal stories or, or a personal story that you might have? Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. It's the it's the greatest job you could ever have. I was actually talking to somebody yesterday. They sent me an email after an event and I said, what a cool job you have. And I, I really do. I feel like it's incredible. Uh, it's tough at times, of course, because there's a lot of tragedy in the veterans community. There's a lot of challenges in the veterans community and fighting through some of the bureaucracy that exists in the world uh, around the veterans space and getting a veteran a win is is the most rewarding thing you could ever do. Right. I mean, we've helped veterans who are facing foreclosure. We're literally doing that right now. We're helping a veteran who's in Florida who's facing foreclosure. Uh, he's got a, an issue with an HOA um, and he had close to twelve thousand dollars in back legal back fees. We're able to to bring the community together, major organizations and nonprofits like the Wounded Warrior Project and Semper Fi Fund and others, uh, Tunnels to Towers, uh, all stepped up and said, you know, we want to be a part of this solution and really bringing that together and being able to help this veteran stay in his home who's got a lot of other issues he's dealing with at the same time uh, and not deal with some of those other challenges uh, is really rewarding. It's it's something that makes you feel uh, like you, you, you're doing something that matters every single day. And, and, you know, they did something that mattered every single day they put on that uniform and continue to do continue to serve when they come home. Uh, and I'm just I'm just completely honored to be able to be one of the people. I'm not the only one, but one of the people that's back here at home say thank you so much for what you've done and let me do whatever I can to help. We've been speaking to Jack Fanus, co-founder of G.I. Go, an organization that's sole mission is to help our veterans. More after this. The federal government, you, you're obviously working with, with government officials, I would imagine. Do you, do you believe sure. the federal government is doing enough? Can they be doing more for our veterans? Well, it, I don't think the federal government's doing enough at all. I mean, that's a, that's an age-old argument that happens and exists in the veterans community. It's one of the reasons why organizations like the VFW and the American Legion were so important over, over the years because they advocated for veterans' causes. Unfortunately, you know, they don't have as big of a a role as they used to. Um, and, and sometimes some of these issues get overlooked. Um, and sometimes we're looking at the federal government and they're, they're solving problems from five years ago and the new problems are starting up, right? They're always, they always seem to be five or 10 years behind. And I would say my, my, biggest, my biggest challenge with the, with the government is that most of their resources are um, required to be done in person. Like if you're going to get help, you have to go in person. We really want to focus on veterans as, as they are uh, and they're, they're, you know, regular individuals, regular citizens. They use their phones. They use the Internet. You look for resources and tools. And there really isn't anything like that that exists uh, for veterans who are young, 24, 25, 28 years old. It's Memorial Day. You look outside in New York City. It's Fleet Week. Uh, all of those young guys and girls that are walking around in uniform, you know, they're, they're very young. You know, I used to be young when I started this. I'm not anymore. They're all 20 years younger than me. Uh, and they're all using things digitally. And the government's not at all prepared to deliver services digitally to veterans. And I think that's probably the biggest challenge if we could do that. Uh, and that's really what we focus on with Job Path is to be able to make sure that veterans can get services online rather than just learn about services, right? That's really the difference is most of the time a veteran can learn about programs on a website and then have to go seek those services out 
we're focused on making sure that veterans can learn about those programs online and then seek those programs online and finish the services online. I think that's really how we can get veterans into the 21st century and the services that they receive into the 21st century, because guess what? We're in the 21st century. It's time. And you folks are on the golf course today raising money for an event. Can you tell us about that as well as some other events, that uh, upcoming events that, that you've put on to, to raise some money? Sure. So uh, today is, uh, is the conclusion of the great Constantine uh, Golf Across America. Uh, and that gives me an opportunity to talk about some, one of the greatest uh, men that I've ever known. His name was Lieutenant Colonel Justin Constantine. He was a, uh, one of our incubators in, in, the, in the incubator program, but also a business partner on this platform that I've been talking about. Uh, Justin was a Marine. He was shot in the head by a sniper in 2006, uh, went through dozens and dozens of surgeries. Thank God he survived, became a motivational speaker. He's a lawyer by trade, but became a motivational speaker uh, and really had an impact in the world. Uh, unfortunately, last year, this May, we, we lost him to cancer. Uh, he, had, uh, he had cancer and we, we lost him to cancer. And it was a big loss to the community, but we, we, we move on with the message that, you know, a lot of times uh, there's a lot of people who are remembered, but legends never die. And that's our message for Justin. He's a legend uh, and, and his message of, of, of recovery, his message of mental health uh, recovery uh, will, never, will never be lost. And he used golf all the time to be able to really recover, um, to focus, focus on what's important to him. Uh, and he really encouraged people to do the same thing. And we're doing the same thing now. And we've had a great month. Uh, it's not just one event. It's a month-long event. We've had corporations hold uh, putt-putt challenges in their offices, giving people the opportunity uh, to take 10 or 15 minutes out of the day to just relax. We've had people use Top Golf to go out for a day with their friends all across the country. The cool thing is Justin had to wear an eye patch after he was shot because uh, he lost vision in his eye. Uh, and he always liked to razz me and say that even with an eye patch, he was significantly better than me. And he he really was. Uh, so part of the challenge and, and part of our, our fundraising is to raise awareness as to to, to Justin and his, his input. And, and we're asking people to wear an eye patch, take a picture when you're taking playing your golf, uh, create team pages uh, at GIGO.org uh, and raise money for a great cause, right? We're helping veterans. We're helping raise awareness around mental health uh, and really focusing on some of the things uh, that our veterans uh, ultimately need to focus on as well, but also d raising money to deliver other services for them. So it's, it's a great day and it's an opportunity to remember Justin. He was an incredible man, incredible individual. Uh, recovered from some, one of the greatest uh, injuries you could ever imagine and uh, not just recovered but flourished and, and really showed us uh, every single day that you have to keep fighting, you have to be a part of it. I mean, I tell everybody this story about Justin. I'll just let you, your listeners know about it. You know, he was dying in the hospital and he sent me an email hours before he passed away just making sure that I followed up on a couple other projects that were working on. You know, he was still focused on work up until the last minute. And anybody who knows Justin Constantine is not surprised by that story. Every little bit helps, right? And so it, where can people go to to donate? We have a lot of listeners, and perhaps many yep. of them will will help you. Uh, so what can people know? Yeah, they can visit GIGO.org. That's G-I-G-O.org. And the great thing is, you know, this is, we've been on Fox before, and Fox listeners have supported us many, many times in the past, and many of our donors our, our Fox listeners or Fox viewers. Uh, and we really count on a lot of those individuals. And, and we're thankful for all the support we get from, from Fox viewers and Fox listeners. And, and we're, we look forward to, to, to them continuing to support us uh, as we continue this mission. So GIGO.org, GIGO.org. And finally, on this Memorial Day, a day that many of us were off of work or, or school and kicking off the summer, what are your thoughts on, on what this day really means? 
So that's a great question. You know, I, I'll tell you, before I started doing all this work, Memorial Day was simply uh, a day off from school. You know, we had barbecues and I didn't really think about what that means. And I think that's that's a shame. I, I don't think I was alone in that. Uh, but now as I do this work, obviously, I reflect on losing Seth. Seth, it's a day that I reflect and remember Seth. It's a day that I remember and reflect uh, all the service members that we've lost, uh, but also recognizing that they were fighting for us to be able to enjoy our lives, right? So there is an aspect to go out there, have a barbecue, have a good time, but remember that the reason we're enjoying ourselves is because a lot of people lost their lives, gave limbs, uh, and gave much of their lives um, for us to be able to do this. And they really wanted us to be able to do this. I've learned that over the 20 years I've been doing it. They really want us to live our American lives. But let's not forget why we're getting to do it. That's what's critically important. That's Jack Fanous, CEO and co-founder of GI Go Fund. Thanks for what you do for veterans and their families. And thanks for joining us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.